0: Hey, what's up guys? This is Brad. This is Miles. And welcome to the house.
1: And we are officially off and running on episode 7. Welcome to the seven. house.
0: Brad, how we doing? We're doing pretty good. I hope you guys checked out our bonus episode, our Futures Bets. It is live right now.
1: That was a lot of fun. That was, that was a great time. Uh, we dabbled in a little bit of NBA, a little bit of NHL.
0: From the feedback I've heard, I think you guys love when we go NBA too.
1: Yeah, so uh, we'll definitely keep that in mind. Uh, you know, I, I haven't gotten to talk to you all week, man. Uh, what did you think about Bama being rate, rated number two again? Uh, honestly,
0: I, I didn't care because to me, it's just about getting in. Um, one or two doesn't really mean anything to me. I don't think the the quality of plays any different. I think the the top four is pretty pretty solid. Maybe the four might be a squeaker, and we'll figure that out. Especially if Notre Dame loses to. Miami, you never know, Miami might be number four, and I think Miami could be one of the best teams in the country.
1: Definitely. I think this uh, weekend will clear a lot of that up. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. Uh, but uh, last week, uh, when you and I agreed on the games, four, one, and one <sighs> overall. So we made everyone some money last week.
0: And I hope you guys took that. So if you guys are taking notes, when we agree, you got to bet on it.
1: Alabama LSU, under 49 points, easy money. That was easy. Too easy. Stanford, Washington State, uh, that was one that you called, Brad. Okay, sweet. Uh, you called Washington State minus two and a half. Uh, one that I called was NC State plus seven and a half. That was they a good barely... one.
0: Barely. It was crazy, too, as the line moved. I took uh, Clemson minus seven, so I s- saved my money.
1: And then going back to where we agreed, uh, we each really liked Oklahoma. That, that was That was easy. Plus three and a yeah, half. Yeah, too easy. Ten I took the money win. line
0: on that, too, so it worked out yeah. marvelous for me. Big
1: time. Uh, moving over to the NFL, we did have a push. Uh, the Raiders, minus three against the Dolphins. They won by exactly three points Boo. because of uh, garbage time, basically. Yep, pretty much. Dolphins. Uh, we both agree the Jaguars minus four and a half over the Bengals. That was easy because they won 23 to seven
0: (laughs) easy money and the Bengals didn't stand a chance.
1: Yeah, they didn't. Uh, uh, another one I really liked, uh, Panthers plus one and a half. They ended up beating, um, the Falcons 20 to 17.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I just want to give you guys a little bit of advice. If you ever see a plus one and a half, nine times out of 10, just take the money line. The money line was sitting at like plus plus one twenty five or something. Might as well just get that extra. Don't take the point. Just go.
1: Yeah. Go with the money line, for sure. Uh, and then the our only loss when we agreed was uh, the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Cowboys were favored by one. Um, we went with the Chiefs, and Cowboys were impressive. They
0: were very impressive, and the Chiefs might have lost their mojo.
1: For sure. Let's uh, go ahead and kick off uh, college football. A classic rivalry matchup, the Notre Dame fighting Irish and the Hurricanes of Miami.
0: Is, so is this a, is this a rivalry? Are you just gonna go ahead and say this is a rivalry? I,
1: I mean I you know I'm a college football guy. I yeah. am all about this is a rivalry rejuvenated. Okay,
0: okay. So well, not right now. Catholics versus convicts. Or Catholics. Is that what we're calling convicts. It? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't
1: think we can quite call it that right now. But
0: <laughs> I was wondering because I mean the talk is there. The teams are good and this is this is they're playing for the playoffs. I, I think uh, Kelly said the playoffs start now. Yeah, And this is – he's he's for real. The way their schedule is going to wind up, they have to win this game and they have to win out to make it to the playoffs.
1: It's true. They don't have that conference title game uh, yes. to to look ahead to. They need to prove to the committee right now that they belong. And I've and been enjoying talking about Notre Dame this year, watching Notre Dame. They've been one of the more fun teams to follow.
0: Yeah, they've been a great team to bet on, a great team to watch. It's uh, great to talk about even, like you said, in the numbers. When you put them down on paper, they jump out. It's like a 3D book just boom. Wow, like you even look – Forty-one point three points per game is ridiculous.
1: Now they're open. Uh, they're opening here uh, minus three and a half. Okay. In Miami, we know college game day is there. Notre Dame six and one against the spread in its last <laughs> seven games. What a great one! And I know I've been riding the, the Notre Dame train every weekend. Yes. Uh, on their seven-game winning streak, forty-three point four points per game, five hundred and twelve point one yards per game. Is Miami going to slow him down?
0: I, I don't think so. And what's a, what's a crazy thing is they've won by more than nineteen points out of their seven to eight wins. That, that's a great stat. I don't think Miami. And I'm not a big, I'm not sold on Rosier yet. He's playing, he's playing well. He was impressive against VTech last week yes, for sure when it mattered. And, yeah. But I don't think they'll be able to keep up with him.
1: But I like that you mentioned the margin of victory. Yes, Miami this year has one score wins versus Florida State. Yep. Georgia Tech, yep. Syracuse, yep. and North Carolina. Yeah, Notre Dame have won all of their games by two or more, except the Georgia. Yes. But all, all of their, all wins their wins, yeah, definitely have been by two or more scores.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that Notre Dame stacks up well. And then those teams that you that you said they lost close to Miami, they weren't good teams. Notre Dame has beaten Michigan State, USC, NC State, who were all ranked in the top twenty-five. Great wins, fantastic wins. Um, one thing that I want to also bring up here, if you guys are looking to get some points on this, I would probably take the points on this because Notre Dame is 6-3 and three, um, on the over and under. So okay. I, I think that's just a great stat I want to sure. throw up. Um, one thing, the one game that – the recent game that Miami didn't cover was against Wake Forest, so I was kind of worried about that. It, it, it made me a little unsettled because they had over 700 yards total offense, and, and they, their defense just didn't show up. So I'm going to go with Notre Dame minus three and a half. And I heard Kelly say that uh, Josh Adams is going to play. He expects him to play 100%.
1: Perfect. Um, I have Notre Dame minus three and a half. I'm going to stay on the train. A lot of people here in Florida are gung-ho on the Hurricanes. Yeah. And I get that, but I'm telling you right now, I think this is one of the final statements Notre Dame is going to make to the committee that they belong this year.
0: Yeah, and the problem that I'm seeing here, like everyone's saying Miami's back, and I, I, I do think the U is back. But they're running into a roadblock. Notre Dame is just better. Both teams are pretty, pretty doggone good, but Notre Dame is just a better team.
1: I have a close game. Notre Dame, 29-23.
0: I have Notre Dame, 35-27.
1: Okay. Moving on. Okay, let's see what we got. To Columbus, Ohio.
0: Man, oh man. When you put this on here, I was wondering which way is your heart going to sway?
1: Well, I wanted to talk about you know any opportunity that we have a top 25 game for the Buckeyes. You know, I yes. want to talk about it. I think it's uh, – especially when the line comes out as it is here because we were surprised at the Penn State line. Yeah. And here we have Michigan State as 14.5-point underdogs. That's a lot of points.
0: Oh, my God. That's a lot of points. The only thing that I'm looking at here besides the fact um, that there's a lot of points, Michigan State doesn't have the liberty to be at home like Iowa did. I uh, I wish we would have talked about that game because I took Iowa minus twenty point five. I mean plus twenty point five, just because that's a lot of points to be at home. Granted, Ohio State is at home. I still have Michigan State plus fourteen point
1: five. I also have Michigan State plus fourteen and a half. Ohio State hasn't even beaten the Spartans at home since yeah. two thousand seven. I was at uh, the last one at home when they beat us when we had Zeke. Yeah. He had like 26 yards that day. And, you know, the Big Ten continues to impress me this year because I think there's a lot of parity. And I think there Iowa proved that last week.
0: It's one of those situations where the SEC is – I mean, <laughs> you see? I'm already calling them the SEC. <laughs> where the Big Ten is like what the SEC used to be like and everyone's beating each other up. There's, I honestly think if you take – Teams from the east and the west of the Big Ten, and you you put them in other conferences, they're going to be conference champions. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Let's point this stat out right here. I wanted to see what the public was doing. The betting public for all public sites, non-private or any offshore, 83% of all the public have Michigan State covering the spread.
1: It's an impressive number, and I and I have to agree with them there. I mean, I would – so this is a bet I would be comfortable making. Now, I think the Buckeyes are going to win this game, and yeah. my heart tells me that we're going to come back. We're going to win the game. This is going to decide the division. This oh, for gonna sure. This is going to decide that. So the season is not over. I have Ohio State winning 35-27, but especially in the coming days, if you see this line even go higher, which yeah. I believe in some oh, I places, think it's going to move up. Yeah, sure. I, I saw even 16 really? right, right now. I, in, I would take it. In a couple spots, I would definitely take it. Uh, just keep in mind, um, Buckeyes are twelve and five against yeah. the spread in their last seventeen games. Coming off a loss, they know how to play. Coming off a loss,
0: can I give you a good stat though? One one buyer beware. If you guys are thinking about Ohio State, if we can't convince you, Ohio State in their last six home games is one and six yeah. against the spread. That's in real. Their, in their last six games versus Michigan State, they're two and four.
1: And Vegas likes to set these numbers high for the Buckeyes
0: they're they're unattainable goals it's it doesn't I I don't see what they're getting at like Ohio State yeah I think they have the fourth ranked offense in the entire college, college college football but Michigan State has an amazing defense
1: they held Chickama Barkley to something like 65 yards like it was really impressive uh number five rated road run defense they're allowing 80 yards per game on the road and Coming off the game that Dobbins and Weber just had against Iowa, they combined for 11 carries and 78 yards. Our running game is a little all over the place right now.
0: Yeah, I think you guys, this is going to be a, a gut check for you guys. I think you'll squeak out the win. Um, it's not going to be another thriller like the Penn State game. Um, sorry, Michigan State, you're not going to have a field goal to win it. I think, although I, in my opinion, Michigan is probably have Michigan say has more confidence than Ohio State. They are the youngest team in all of college football. And when they go and play in the shoe, they're going to get beat. My score prediction is 45-38.
1: 45-38. Oh, you have a high-scoring game. Oh,
0: yeah, and the reason I'm, I have such a high-scoring game is because Lewerke, Lewerke is playing so so well. We talked about him, right? The man yeah. threw for, uh, I think, we 190 did. yards the, the week before we talked about him. We talked about how bad he was. The last two games he's played, he's thrown for over 400
1: yards. In the second straight week. And he's become one of my favorite players in the Big Ten. Yeah, definitely. I it's... think uh, he's he's going to be a fun career to follow. This is a big game for him, but... Got to believe in the Buckeyes here, but we like Michigan State, plus 14 and a half.
0: Yeah, definitely. So let's go ahead and move over. We're going to move to my games. Uh, this game, I picked – I'm going to go be honest with you guys. I picked this game on accident. You know, I wanted to talk about Georgia-Auburn, and then I I misread the line, but then I didn't misread the line because once I read it again, I was like, I still like it. So when I initially saw it, I thought it was Oklahoma was the dog, and I thought that was crazy. And then when I saw the line, it was Oklahoma minus 11 or something like that. It's like, that's ridiculous. So the line is Oklahoma State is a favorite to Iowa State by
1: 7. And I'm going to go with
0: Oklahoma State here, minus 7.
1: I'm going to go on the opposite side. Yeah, I figured you would. I've been going against Iowa State all year. This is finally when I'm on the Iowa State cyclone train at home. Plus seven. It surprised me because you had mentioned the line started somewhere around 11. We're now down to seven. Iowa State's been tough at home against the spread. They're 8-2-1 and one against the spread in their really last tough. 11 games at home. Uh, second in the Big 12 in scoring defense. And the last time Oklahoma State faced a good Big 12 defense was Texas. They only put up 13 points.
0: Yeah, I was worried about that, that Texas game. But one thing that really stood out to me, and I'm all about the following loss stats... Um, Oklahoma State is 7-1 and in their last games following a loss against the spread. That's a
1: huge stat.
0: But what also worries me about this bet is giving up 62 points to anybody is outrageous. It's
1: alarming. I don't care if it's Baker Mayfield, who I think is the best player in the country right now, but you give up 600 yards through the air. I mean, are you even playing defense at that point?
0: I think they wanted that shootout, and it got to the— it got to become an arms race, if if I can't think of a better word. Yeah. But I don't think that Iowa State, their defense is playing great. I don't think Kyle Kemp can keep up. I mean, the man's barely thrown for 1,200 yards. Uh, I think they're going to get ran out of the building.
1: And I, I expected us to disagree with this one because I this was one of the more tougher matchups yeah. uh, when I was looking. And it's going to be a fun game because you just don't know what's going to happen with Oklahoma State coming off a loss. Iowa State. Uh, not playing as well as they were in the beginning of the year.
0: No, not at all. And I think they got gut checked yes last week too. But one another stat I want to throw out there is the yards per game differential. Um, Iowa State is at 378 per game, and Oklahoma State is at 570-something. At Huge difference. That's That's a lot of yards. Yeah. And if, God forbid, Iowa State gets in a shootout, Versus
1: Oklahoma State, there, there's no way they, they compete. And I agree with you there. It, if it is a shootout, I don't like Iowa State. But the reason I do pick the Cyclones at home is because I think they'll keep Rudolph at bay. He is still leaving the country in passing yards. Okay. Even after Mayfield's game. So,
0: sure, sure, sure. They're going to keep Rudolph at bay. What are they going to do about Justice Hill?
1: Well, th- th- that's, that's a whole other thing.
0: If they let Justice Hill loose, he's going to go wild. He ran for 228 yards last game. Sure. Not saying that I think Oklahoma's run defense is anything to to bra- to, to to talk about yeah. and brag about, but still, 228 yards. I don't care who you're playing; is a lot of yards. So well, I
1: got that. Uh, that'll be fun. I'm uh, looking forward to that one. Yeah,
0: let's agree to disagree, right? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's move over to the next game. This game here is kind of weird to me. Florida State, very bad.
1: Do you remember towards the beginning? in the first few episodes where i said man this is one of the games every year in college football yeah. that i look forward to yeah florida state Clemson is one of those games it's, it's they always come to compete and it and it's just i can't i still can't believe it 16 point undertog what is <laughs> the seminoles what what has happened they are bad they're really bad 18.6 points per game they can't score
0: camp Akers did look good last game though he looked really good
1: and they are improving. I, I, yeah, you got to give that. I know that they didn't look good against Boston College. I, I understand that. But if you scratch that game, they've been competitive in every game that they've played. And that includes the game against Miami, who if Miami is as good as everyone says they are, yeah. then you have to argue that FSU is still competitive this year. They're just not finishing these football games.
0: Yeah, definitely. And one of my things here – wait, first let me hear who you're going to go with.
1: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So I, I, I have Florida State plus 16. I have Florida State covering here
0: so oh my god I'm such a stats guy and I'm a numbers guy numbers don't lie and um so when I was looking at this I want I, okay I'm gonna tell you I put my money on Florida State plus 16. number reason number one reason why is because Clemson loves to give up dumb touchdowns and the last two games they either lost or pushed against the spread but this is what scared me big time Florida State this year against the spread is 07 and one.
1: Yeah, that's
0: In their defense, they did have they were favored in a couple games where they should have been
1: dogs. Including that Louisville game.
0: Including the <laughs> Boston College game. Yeah. They were a three point favorite and and I told everybody Ben a Boston Ben a Boston College because Florida State just doesn't have it. And it was yeah. what at Boston College too.
1: One of the uh, more telling stats too, uh to Florida State's credit, because everyone talks about this Clemson defense, and yeah. there's no doubt that, that they are good. Yeah. They're number 12 in total defense. They're only giving up 15 points per game. Florida State's total defense is right around, depending on what stat you're looking at, number 20. Yeah. And they're only giving up 200 passing yards a game.
0: Which is great.
1: Kelly Bryant's going to struggle.
0: Kelly Bryant barely averages 200 throwing right. yards a game. exactly. But will they be able to contain him on the ground?
1: Well, and and, and that's one thing, but... Here's the thing, and I I, th- I feel like you'll agree with this one. If you're going to give me 16 points yeah. in a rivalry that's usually close, close with four points outliers, last year, something like that, yeah. yeah. I- I'm looking for a low-scoring game. Yeah. I'm looking for like a 17-13 game here. Yep. And, hey, well, watch out for the Seminoles. Cra- crazier things have happened. I'm just saying right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then last year's game, I think the Seminoles' defense is better this year. Their quarterback plays worse. But on the same token – Clemson's quarterback play is worse. Yeah. They're their running back's not as good. They lost Gallman and they lost uh Deshaun Watson. So I put my money on Florida State for sure. The
1: Seminoles are gonna be up for this game. Yes, they they're they're
0: ready. They're ready. They're gonna they want to spoil the party. They yeah. want to spoil the dinner. They don't want Clemson to eat. They want to eat. They're the team to do it. Yes, definitely they are. That was that's good that we agreed on that because I was really wondering what you were gonna uh what you were gonna say about that game. Yeah, same here. Hey guys, thanks for listening to our college football picks. Up next, we will have our NFL Breakdown and Underdogs of the Week. So let's move over to the NFL, guys. Um, Excuse me. I want to go ahead and talk about the most surprising team in the NFL, the league leaders in points scored per game. We're going to talk about Houston versus the LA Rams, a 12-point spread.
1: The LA Rams, my fav- officially my favorite helmet in all of the NFL.
0: God, but you know what's kind of funny? It's, this is how I think fashion goes a long way with winning. Um, it's the
1: swag effect. Dude, I,
0: when I saw the helmets, like, <laughs> in preseason, I was like, God, those are awful. Those are terrible. Take them off. And then, like, now I'm like, wow, the helmets look good. Imagine if they were losing. We'd be like, God, the helmets are so bad. <laughs> Why are you wearing them? Now they're winning. We're like, yo, those guys are swag out there. So, LA. I'm going to go ahead and let you guys know who I'm going with. I'm going with L.A. minus 12.
1: L.A. minus 12. I know that, for especially for the NFL, it's a lot of points. But I'm going to tell you right now, stats are out the window for Houston yeah. after losing to Sean Watson because nothing is going to be comparable. They just signed Josh Johnson. They've got Savage waiting in the wings. They lost to the Colts.
0: Lost to the Colts.
1: Poor Savage through 19 for 44. <laughs> Oh, look, and the, the
0: chance to win the game, dude. They had it. Oh yeah. But let's 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 highlight another alarming fact that most people don't know about the Texans. The Texans are last in the league at pass defense.
1: Okay. Yeah, and, and we've got Goff playing really well, and he's just now finding this chemistry. With his receivers, with yeah. His receivers, I, cup, and wood. I mean, wood's I it's impressive
0: yeah, I think the I think the problem that he was having was the chemistry you know at yeah, first exactly and my god 311 yards last game four touchdowns zero picks
1: and it, it's much uh very similar to the Jaguars situation when you're handing the ball off to a running back like Todd Gurley it takes so much pressure off you oh and my I think god. that's completely overlooked in the NFL yeah when for the sure. quarterback is there's there's one thing when you put pressure on a quarterback uh maybe do you give him the, the ball in the fourth quarter yeah or not but when he doesn't have to think about that the entire game.
0: Yeah, when Gurley's picking up four yards on first down, that second and it six makes a monumental difference. If he checks it down, it's okay. But if you're going from second and nine, checkdown suck because you're gonna have a long third down coming.
1: Yeah, the Rams in their last three games just so impressive. It started with that big win at Jacksonville, twenty-seven seventeen. Then they beat the Cardinals thirty-three to zero. Then of course they stick it to the Rams fifty, or I'm sorry, the uh, the Giants fifty-one to seventeen.
0: And another great thing that I want to talk about this game, I I already made this bet, so you guys hear me. I made the bet. I'm not saying I'm taking it back or anything. I bet the over in this game. The Rams are what eight and two in the over. The
1: Rams might cover it by themselves.
0: <laughs> I think so. I, I it was dude. It was low. It was forty six and a half, which is high for NFL. Yeah, pish posh, whatever. But when you have a team that's scoring thirty two point nine points per game, I mean that's not low at all. Cause and totaled
1: sixty eight last week.
0: If they get if they, yeah, definitely. If they get thirty, let's say they get thirty three points. I think the Texans are going to find a way to score twice. and Sure. There we go. Bingo, bango, bongo. Winner, winner, chicken dinner.
1: Another one uh, that we're on board with.
0: Uh, I'm going to give you a score prediction for this game. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you 36 to 20. I think that Savage is going to, you know, another week, another confidence. He's going to get enough to get close enough to kick field goals and might rip off one lucky. I've got touchdown. 40 to 13. Okay. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's move over to the rematch from last year. This was a good game last year, the New England Patriots versus the Denver Broncos. The line is set in the Patriots favor at seven and a half. Did this surprise you did the line surprise you or not? um yes and no. It didn't surprise me too much because God, the most overrated defense in the league is playing against the Immaculate Tom Brady. um did you think it should be higher or lower?
1: I just feel like Denver is playing at such a low level right now. Yeah. I know they're at home. I know that Brady has his struggles at mile high, but I just think New England will easily cover minus seven and a half. <laughs>
0: yeah, I do too. But another thing here, got to be where is is New England is four and four against the spread. So this year, yes, this year. Okay. So that's a, a crazy stat to think about. And what what is really telling for me is at least now hindsight, um, it's 2020 always. But it was that game against the Jets? But they didn't cover against the Jets. I know. I think that let me down a little bit. Yeah. But I'm still gonna go with the uh, New England Patriots minus seven and a half.
1: We uh, got talked about uh, talk about these guys a little bit yesterday and how well they were playing. They've won 11 yeah. straight road games dating back to last year. Yes. They're coming off a bye week. Still talking about the number one total offense uh, in the league.
0: They have quality wins, too, over the Saints, Jets, and Falcons. Those are great wins. Very good wins. And people are discrediting the Jets like I just did because it's the Jets. But, I mean, the Jets are playing The they're Jets playing have good. been
1: competitive in every game they've played this year.
0: Yeah, and another reason why I think the Patriots didn't cover against the Jets is because the Jets have those two rookie safeties that are playing ball. They're, they're playing well, and it's hard to throw against. So when I was looking at this, um, one of my buddies, Jesse, he came up to me, and he, and he was like, so, dude, how about this uh, Patriots line? I mean – Seven and a half, you think that's a lot? Remember last year? And I told him I was like, I don't think it's a lot. The reason why they uh when when the uh Broncos played so well against Kansas City, Kansas City is a different kind of attack than the than the Patriots. Kansas okay. City does needs to get the ground game going. And the Broncos have the number one rush defense in the league, but they're not the Patriots aren't gonna run up the gut not one time this game
1: we know that 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 Brady doesn't need that. It's, that's a really interesting point that you bring up there actually yeah the, the fact that the Chiefs do require that yeah and, and they do and and the Patriots just don't Brady can literally drop back and throw it every down and still win football games
0: uh you want to know what I'm comparing this game to this is this man God this is the second day in a row I've highlighted him I'm gonna compare it to the Eagles versus the Broncos that just happened last week okay the Eagles are similar to to the Patriots by saying that I'm not saying that the team play the style, but they don't need to rely on the run. Um, if you now, I mean, the, the Eagles did grab a Jai, and it's going to help them out a lot before, but even a only had seven carries. They, they are throwing the ball and they put up 51, 51 yards. The Broncos are hurting without TJ Ward. And Big it's, time. it's evident.
1: Big time. It's showing. um, And it, and it showed last week. And I, yeah. and, and I just feel like they've got a quarterback carousel uh, the defense isn't playing as well as they were in the beginning of the year. I think it all comes together here for for uh, for the Pats. Do, I have a fourteen point win.
0: Do you know who's um who's gonna start?
1: Uh, it's Osweiler, I believe.
0: Oh, so they already gave him the nod. And mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. They they they're not they sold don't really on have to much of a choice at this point. It's so, and I don't think Paxton's gonna be ready for another year. So yeah, okay, that's a good
1: one. All right, moving on. Let's do New Orleans Buffalo.
0: Okay, I'm about it.
1: Buffalo is another uh, team that, uh, you know, kind of going along with, with Notre Dame. They've been fun to follow.
0: Yeah, they they, they definitely have. Uh, last game was, I think it was just a fluke. They I think it was, too. They couldn't get the ground game going. But but at the same time, um, I say they couldn't get the ground game going. LaShawn McCoy, it wasn't his fault. No. The, the Jets were just ready to play. They were at home yeah. on a Thursday night.
1: And you know that LaShawn's not going to have back-to-back week, weeks like that. The offense... Uh, should be getting Charles playback this week. That's looking good. The stat that really interested me about this game, because something is gonna have to give. Yeah. This year, Buffalo at home, they're three oh and one against the spread. Yes. But the Saints on the road, three and one against the spread.
0: So who are you going with?
1: Some's gotta give. I got New Orleans minus three.
0: I got New Orleans minus three as well. It, it, to me, it's not even a question. I don't I, think it is either. I mean, Buffalo's 30th in the league in pass offense. And even adding Kelvin Benjamin, it's not that they didn't have good enough receivers because they added Jordan Matthews. They have Charles Clay, although he's been injured. Um, I just think that Tyrod Taylor doesn't have to stand in the pocket and throw the ball. And I'm not taking anything away from him. Like, don't don't get me wrong.
1: He gets it done with the style of play. Yeah, yeah. He, gets he, those he, rushes he does and,
0: the job. Yeah. But there's no way... They're gonna put they're not gonna stop them and hold them to a few yards like they did the, the Panthers. It's just a totally different offense.
1: New Orleans, uh number two in total offense behind the Patriots, but the difference for me and what I think makes them a better offense is we've talked about it last week. Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. That duo is completely unstoppable. Them right in tandem
0: now. is ridiculous. And and I like the plays even when both are on the field because yeah. they don't know if they're gonna run it. And if they run it, they don't know if they're gonna throw it. If they throw it, what's gonna happen? What's also pretty cool is uh Saints defense, dude. They got Lattimore and Anthony Barr playing at a high level, and their turnover margin is ridiculous. Plus, it's like plus three or something, which is okay. ridiculous. And I think, sorry, Tyrod Taylor, you guys are going to turn the ball over.
1: Now, Buffalo is a really tough team to play at home. Did really that? Tough. Did that come into your? I mean, because we know the Saints away from the dome play differently. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, 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 it I factored
0: it a little bit, but it's when I was thinking about the game right I was okay. thinking about the game the Saints aren't going to win by three they're not gonna win by two, and they're not going to win by two they're not going to win by one so for me to say I'm taking Buffalo would means I think Buffalo is going to win out right yeah because there's no way the Saints if Saints win they're not winning by three points they're, like not winning by two, they're not winning by one so I'm going with the Saints here all the way
1: the Bills are on the cusp and they're playing well but they're still not ready for a team like Drew Brees and the Saints
0: not not ready they lost to the, uh, the Jets lost to the Bengals because they couldn't have enough offense if you can have enough offense to hang out with the Bengals that's rough Tyrod Taylor in four games is thrown for under 200 yards
1: yeah and that Bengals game was a game that they never should have lost so Bills have those suspect losses I mean two or three of their losses are against the Jets and the Bengals yeah that's so so you don't know what team's going to show up yeah at the end of the day which Tyrod's going to show up
0: and I mean let's say Tyrod and LaShawn McCoy break loose I don't think they're still going to have enough I don't think so either
1: we could see a high scoring yeah match uh and it could be back and forth but Saints minus three all the way moving on here uh let's go with Dallas and Atlanta which should be interesting after the ruling that came down today
0: oh on Ezekiel God.
1: Elliott
0: bye-bye fantasy team I had Zeke in three different fantasy leagues that hurts I mean I had the tandem of Gurley and Zeke it could have been amazing
1: so now that the NFL can suspend him yes we have to assume it's gonna happen yeah starting this week right okay I'm thinking, is the line going to change? I mean, I'm sure it will at least a little bit. But Dallas is already 3.00 dogs. Yeah.
0: So. You, th- you think? I think at most it might go to 4.5. I mean,
1: honestly, I think that Vegas takes a lot of stock on Zeke. I think it'll move to 6. 6? Six? But, here, but here's what I'm going to say. Even if it does, and you and I, just for the sake here, we're going to stick to plus 3. Okay. I've got Dallas. Okay. I really like Dallas right now.
0: Even without Zeke?
1: Even. Without Ezekiel Elliott. Why is that? Well, the Falcons, first of all, have failed to cover in five straight games. (laughs) So there's that. Okay. Their defense is number 18 against the Rush. Yes. And I know that Dallas won't have Zeke, but they'll have some combination of Morris and McFadden. Dak Prescott right now? Is playing. I know it's a short career, but he's playing the best football of his career right now.
0: Yes, of course. Keep going. I just want to let you finish your thought before I chime in with my two. He's sentences. completely
1: sixty-three percent of his passes. Yes, one thousand eight hundred eighteen passing yards. Now go
0: ahead, hype him up. Zero turnovers in the last five games. Yeah. yeah, we know.
1: Yeah. On the other side of the ball, Atlanta last week converted four of fifteen opportunities on third and fourth down. Their offense is still sputtering. It's so still, now, it's are you going to tell me that this is the week that they find the offense?
0: No, I'm not saying they find the offense, but think about this: the Cowboys have only played two teams with two teams with winning records. Okay,
1: so your numbers. Who are are they? um, Do we
0: know the Chiefs? I didn't know you. Okay, yeah, I didn't didn't even bother. Good win against the Chiefs, though. Yeah, great win against the Chiefs. But I mean, everyone's beating the Chiefs right now. With Zeke, yeah. Last year, they lost to the Falcons. Falcons were playing at a higher level than that. Year before that, they lost to the Falcons, but then they didn't have Zeke and. um, Zeke and Dak but I have Falcons here minus three now if the line moves past minus three I'm not giving the Falcons the nod because I still think it's gonna be a close game
1: okay so let's say it moves to four and a half yes you would give the nod to Dallas
0: I'd have to okay just because I think that like you said Morris and uh McFadden are gonna do enough you know yeah so I I like that we disagree on this one because this will be a fun one to watch
1: all right. Well, I think we can leave it that for now.
0: Yes, we I can. We, we can, can leave that on that. We can uh, put those dishes away and move on to my favorite segment of the day the the dog in dogs. Although you put a little dent in my armor, a little bit, a little uh, bit, little arrow, little arrow to off my sheath.
1: Army coming through for me <laughs> with six and a half points.
0: That was a great one, and the best part about that was I never even looked at that game, right? Until I'm ready to put my money down on my, on my uh, Friday night. I Remember I text you. I go, yeah. dude, Army at Air Force looks really good.
1: Yeah. You were, you were thinking a little differently about it 24 hours later. I was. <laughs> I looked at
0: the game and I go, let's go. But um, shout out to Army. They set an unbelievable record. <laughs> They're the only right. team in history to win a game without attempting a pass.
1: Yeah. Not one pass the entire game. That's wild. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: Uh, it's because uh their quarterback. I'm Bradshaw. I the only time I've watched him. I mean I saw maybe a couple plays from the Air Force game, but last year I watched him against Navy and uh I think he's a junior this year and he's playing well.
0: Yes he is.
1: So you have fifty three points still. Yes. And I gained a little bit of ground on you, but I still have just twenty six. But the season is not over. Don't call to comeback just yet. Uh should we start with mine?
0: Yeah, go ahead and start with yours. Um and then I'm going to need your assistance when it gets to my turn. So,
1: Okay. So I started in the NFL after what I saw out of Green Bay on Monday night and how many points uh, we're looking at against Chicago. Green Bay is plus six. Yep. So I'm taking Green Bay over Chicago.
0: Dang, that's a really good one. I like that.
1: In college football – Call me a little biased after I watched Iowa beat down on the Buckeyes last week. But Iowa, 11.5-point underdogs against Wisconsin. And I'm telling you right now, Brad, this is the best team by far that Wisconsin has played this year. Nobody's paying attention to their schedule. And I know the committee talks about, yeah, well, the schedule's just not there. No, yeah. the schedule is not there. They're, they're 100% correct.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not playing anybody. Nobody. This is their first tough test.
1: 11.5 points the way Iowa played last week. Nathan Stanley really coming into his zone, a quarterback. Damn, they were impressive. Homer I, or away,
0: Homer away for I Iowa. I know it was
1: at home. It's away. Yeah, it's in it's Camp Randall. Big, Another big difference right play. there. Huge difference. But even if we're not talking about dogs here, I like Iowa to pull the upset.
0: Yeah, and I I like the spread. Period.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, against the spread would be great. I like Iowa this week to prove that there really is a lot of parity in the Big Ten, and okay. they can prove it once again with the winning. against Wisconsin, so that's exciting for me. And my third one might as well continue. With Army. Plus three versus Duke. So I'm thinking that's three easy points right there.
0: Okay. That's three easy. That's cashed. I'm not too confident in my underdogs this week because normally I don't put a lot of stock in the underdogs. What happened? Dude, I, I don't know, man. I- you
1: come in so confident.
0: Who's uh? What's the, what's the point spread for Georgia-Auburn?
1: I believe it's three and a half. Three and maybe. a half,
0: right? Yeah. I- I'm going with Auburn. Pulling the upset over Georgia. Bold, bold statement.
1: It is. And, and why
0: I'm saying that is just because I watched that Georgia game last week, and that wasn't the Georgia team that I was expecting to come out of versus South Carolina. Me either. D- don't get me wrong. Muschamp has South Carolina playing great, but eh, eh, not really liking it.
1: And Auburn's at home. This is the biggest Auburn home game in quite a while, yeah. I would say. I mean, because they're – I mean.
0: They're relevant. What are they, 11th or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're relevant.
1: 10th. Uh, that's going to be a good game.
0: That's going to be a good game. And, guys, this might be the only one that I'm confident in coming up right here. I'm going to go SMU over Navy, four and a half points.
1: I like it. I looked at this one.
0: Dude, did you – did? okay, fans, did, I'm, a, I'm a UCF student. Um, I'm charging on through and through. And that game had me worried for the first half. SMU, they were sitting at six and two last game, and had they played any other opponent, they would have won. And Navy, they're on the decline. I think that when UCF came and played Navy so tough, it kind of it kind of rattled them a little bit. And I don't see them getting it back. I I have SMU coming in, and that's a four and a half point spread. Those are my that's my lock right there.
1: All right, couple of safe picks.
0: Um, and the next game I have is the New York Jets, four and a half point dog. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just like what the Jets are they're doing right now. Um it's kind of a little scary without Matt Forte playing and it's not the fact that I think Matt Forte is uh too much better than Maguire or Bilal Powell. It's the fact that when he's in the game, you can tell that team is whew, it's calm. But you might be like, "What the heck, Brad? Are you really picking the Jets over your own team?"
1: Well, you have to at this point, don't you?
0: At this point, dude, I don't know if I'm being a bitter fan. No Mike Evans. No Jameis. Defense is playing at an all-time low. I'm going to the Jets. It's got, we got um, McCown versus Fitzmagic. Sorry, Fitzmagic. I don't think you have it, dude. I, I, that's all I have to say about that.
1: All right. So it looks like I'll gain some more ground on you this week.
0: I highly doubt that. I think I'm gonna get another nine points, so you you're, you're in a clean sweep. Yeah. Hey right, guys, I like I like I said, I'm the dog father. We know that. Miles knows that. He he actually he, he's not gonna tell it, you guys, so I'll just go ahead and tell it. You know he came up to me and was like, God, Brad, you are so good at underdog. You're really gonna do me like that. How do you do it? Are you serious? <laughs> Although he took some from me, I had to go ahead and tell you guys that. He 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 asked me how do I do it. So So let
1: me uh let me ask you here real quick, where um are we going to take this all the way down to the Super Bowl? Yes, go ahead. Might as well. Yeah, I, I figured. So we'll go through bowls. We'll yeah. go through playoffs. We'll go all the way to the Super Bowl.
0: Let's uh, let's put some stakes on it. So one of my buddies, um, Pav, they have they do a great thing in their fantasy league. Uh-huh. Let's do what they do. Whoever loses this challenge has to Facebook Live them eating a triple McFish from McDonald's.
1: Oh, my God gosh
0: that sounds terrible you're gonna
1: be dirty when you're already up by 27 points
0: i mean we could have done money but money's not as embarrassing though <laughs> let's do, it. Right. We'll shake let's on do it. it we'll shake on it <laughs> guys right. thank you so much for listening to us talk about the nfl and college football please take a second to follow us on twitter give us a like comment rate us please if you're on itunes please rate us um the more ratings the more visible we are um, if anybody out there knows we are currently shopping sponsors, um, just give us a call. Give us a tweet. Give us a text. We're we're not bashful, and we're down to work something out.
1: And I just want to say uh, to anybody listening out there, to those of you who are taking the time to listen to us every week, uh, Brad and I are working really hard on this. We're having a lot of fun, uh, and we're really excited, and we just want to thank you for listening. And yeah, thank please, you guys. Totally. if uh, you have that sentiment and you're enjoying what you're hearing, share it. Share it with Tell everyone. Even your friends. Even, even if you
0: don't like sports betting, I know there's some of you guys out there. You don't have to talk about your bets. Just if you, we got a game right, let your friends know. It's, it's all up to you guys. I know we're going to keep working hard. We're we're trying to crush our dream. But,
1: and follow us on Twitter. Last time I checked, we're at 222 followers.
0: Which is great. And that's at bestthehouse. At bestthehouse. That's how to spell it right. Last time I spelled it incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's T H E. Oh, wait, I already messed it You're up. God dang up. it. B E S T T H E H O U S E. I was not ever part of the spelling team. You have Thank you so much. See you next week.